In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We are now in the second Coptic month of the year, month of Baba. And the readings of the four Sundays of Baba are about the power of God and His authority. And as I explained before, there are four things until now, science, knowledge, technology, medicine has no power over these four things. Nature, for example, if there is earthquake or hurricane, nothing we can do to stop it. Even spirits, if there is a person possessed with a demon, science and medicine and technology cannot cast out demons only by the Spirit of God. Illness, many diseases cannot be treated. Many, many diseases. And finally, death. So the Church, during the four Sundays, give us the power of God about these four things. First Sunday about illness in healing the paralytic man. Second Sunday, which is the last Sunday, his power over nature in the miracle of catching many fish. Today, power over demons and evil spirits in healing the person who was demon-possessed, blind and mute. And next week, his authority over death when he raised the son of the widow at the city of Nain. When we know that our God is a powerful God, and he doesn't use this power against us. Rather, he uses the power to empower us. God wants us to be powerful and to protect us and to defend us. So when we know this, we will have peace in our heart, security, because we are under the care of a powerful God. But the Gospel of today actually showed us another aspect of power. How do you react when you are insulted? Many of us, when we are insulted, we become angry, we become disappointed, and our reaction can be very, very different. Some people will respond evil with evil, or respond evil with more evil. Some people use abandonment, they separate themselves completely from the person who insulted them, avoid them, don't talk to them, don't even greet them. Some people start to gossip about this person, how bad he is, in order to turn others against him. Some people make official complaints against this person, asking for revenge, they want him to be destroyed. Our reaction can be very, very different. But who can be insulted and can hold his peace and answer with reason and with logic in order to win the other person? This is power, by the way. Anyone can get angry. Anyone can yell and scream. Anyone can repay evil with evil. 
Only people who are empowered by God, they can hold their peace and they can answer reasonably in order to win the other person. That's exactly what happened today. The Lord performed a miracle. He cast out a demon. So the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. If you are in the place of the Lord Jesus Christ, what would you expect? At least appreciation from the people. Gratefulness. Thank you that you you healed this person and you cast out demon. But what was the reaction? When the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out demon except by Baal Zabub, the ruler of the demon. They could not deny the miracle. They could, deny, could not deny that the demon was cast out from this person and this person was healed. So now, because they cannot deny the miracle, now they start to speak how he performed the miracle. And their logic, because they hated the Lord Jesus Christ, they said he cast out demons because he has Baal Zabub, the ruler of the demons, with him. Of course, this was a great insult. If a person says to you, you are evil, you are Satan, you are possessed by demon, nobody would quit this. No, nobody would accept this. But the Lord Jesus Christ start to explain to them with reason and with logic that their accusation and their insult even against the logic. He, he was not angry. He was not disappointed. He did not curse them. No. He wanted to win them to the kingdom. So he told them, what do you think? Satan wants to spread his kingdom or to destroy his kingdom? Satan, his desire is to possess every single person, to have control over every single person. That's his agenda. So if Satan is casting out Satan, how his kingdom, the kingdom of Satan, will be established? Because every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? So that is the first response. That is the first reason that your accusation is false. Because Satan wants to spread his kingdom, to establish his kingdom. So he will not cast out demon by another demon. Also the Lord, when he sent the 12 and when he sent the 70, he gave them authority over evil spirits to cast them out. And again, the Pharisees could not deny that the disciples cast out demons. And these disciples are their children. 
So the Lord told them, how many Ba'li Zabub, how many rulers? Only one. If I have this one with me, according to your accusation, how your children cast out demons and Ba'li Zabub is limited, is not infinite like God, does not exist everywhere. So he told them, and if I cast out demon by Ba'li Zabub, by whom do your sons cast them out? And he used the word your sons to say that the 12 and the 72 are your children. But because they received the gift of the Holy Spirit to cast out demons, that's why they are casting out demons. Therefore, they shall be your judges. As the Lord said to the 12, you will be seated on 12 thrones and you will judge the 12 tribes of Israel. They will be your judges because they know they cast out demons by the Spirit of God. Then, as I told you, his agenda, the Lord Jesus Christ's agenda was to win them to the kingdom. So he told them, but if I cast out demon by the Spirit of God, if you confess and acknowledge that this power is not the power of Baal Zabu, this power is the power of the Spirit of God, then surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. The kingdom of God has come upon you. And here actually we should learn from the Lord Jesus Christ this power, how to respond to insult. When people falsely accuse us, when people insult us, how do we respond? A powerful man actually will Number one, hold his peace. And then he will respond with one goal, to win the other person to God, to the salvation of the other person. But why we become angry? Why we respond in a negative way when we are falsely accused or when people attack us or insult us? The main reason behind this is our ego and our pride. Because of the ego, that's why we cannot take any insult or any false accusation. Whether we are very sensitive to any negative comment, or whether we see ourselves better than others, or whether we want people just to praise us and to commend us. All these things are different kinds of pride. And instead of giving glory to God, we giving glory to our ego and our pride. But does this mean we allow people to walk over us? No, it doesn't mean this. In certain situation, we need to set a boundary because the church does not encourage abuse. In certain situations, we need to set boundaries. For example, in the trial, when the Lord Jesus Christ was accused that he responded to the high priest in a wrong way, and one of the servants slapped the Lord Jesus Christ on his face, 
The Lord responded again, not angrily, not definitely not with evil, not with a curse, but again with logic. But he was here setting a boundary. He told him, why did you slap me? If I said something wrong, say, what did I say wrong? If not, then why did you slap? So here again, the Lord responded, but with power, with assertiveness, not angrily, but he was able to set a boundary here. And also the goal to win the other person, to tell him, don't go and accuse others falsely in order just to please the high priest. Because what was the motive of the servant to do this? He wanted to please the high priest. He wanted to get the favor of the high priest. So the Lord was teaching him, no, we ought to please God, not men. Don't falsely accuse somebody else in order to have favor with the high priest. He is giving him here again a message about repentance. But why in the trial the Lord responded this way? Because if the Lord was silent on this accusation, so many people would believe that he did something wrong, he committed a sin. Then his sacrifice will not be a sacrifice of the Son of God who was separated from sinners. The Passover lamb should be free from any blemish. That's why the Lord defended himself here in order to be free from any blemish. By the testimony of the high priest and the priests, and by the testimony of the Pontius Pilate and Herod, that we did not find any fault in this person. So he will be a sacrifice without blemish. Some people don't respond back out of weakness. So what is the difference between a person does not respond back out of weakness and person does not respond back because he is enduring for the sake of God? The difference is when there is a time you need actually to set a boundary. Are you able to do it or not? We can see in the trial, the Lord was able to set a boundary. After the trial, when they start to mock him and slap him on his face and spit on his face, and he did not respond, he did not set boundary. We can say this not out of weakness, but he accepted all this torture and humiliation in order to save us, because he carried all our sins. So in order to save us, we should know when we accept false accusation, when we respond wisely and powerfully to win the other person to salvation, and when we have to sit boundary. This was a virtue of discernment, to discern in every situation how to respond. Many times during the trial, the Lord was silent did not respond at all. So sometimes the Lord was silent completely. Sometimes the Lord responded with assertiveness 
and he set a boundary and sometimes like today he reasoned with them he responded with reason a powerful person when I say powerful powerful through the grace of God empowered by the Spirit of God know the difference between these situations and is able to choose I'll be silent or no I will reason with them or no I will set a boundary I heard a story that in uh, a law school the professor entered the class and then he kicked a student out of the class without this student without him doing anything wrong and then the rest of the class nobody said anything to the professor why some of them were afraid some of them wanted to please him some of them said it's not my business thank god he did not kick me out of the class so they have carefree attitude etc after he kicked this person outside the class he asked the class a question do you think it was fair for me to kick this person outside the class so they were reluctant to answer but at the end they answered and said to him we believe it's not fair because he did not do anything wrong to be kicked out of the class so he asked them why you did not speak why you did not defend him and he told them if you see something wrong is happening around you and you don't speak either because you are afraid or you want to please me or you don't care it's not your business then you cannot be lawyers you cannot be lawyers in the same way we have a responsibility here the Lord Jesus Christ when he heard these people accusing him falsely he was not silent he chose to reason with them to win them to the kingdom of God it's not about himself he's defending himself because in other situation he defended others for example when the woman poured the fragrant oil on his head and the disciples started to accuse her and blame her she wasted this huge amount of money the Lord responded and defended this woman and he told them why do you blame her she did something good you have the poor with you all the time but you don't have me with you all the time she did this for my burial and when Martha accused Mary that she doesn't care and she left Martha to serve by herself the Lord defended Mary and when the disciples kicked the children and asked them not to approach the Lord Jesus Christ he rebuked the disciples and told them let the children come to me and don't stop them for this is the kingdom of God many situations when the Lord saw something wrong he did not say it's not my business he did not say I don't care or let me just keep my peace I don't have to have trouble no he took an action 
And this also another aspect of power, to defend the powerless, to defend the abused, to defend those who are falsely accused. Sometimes when it doesn't matter to me, although we know what is right, we keep silent. But as the professor said to this class, if you are doing this, you cannot be lawyers. And I can say if we react to this in this way, we cannot be the children of God because we have to be witnesses for the truth. We are the light of the world. But if the light becomes a darkness, then how the people would know if they are walking in darkness? Who will enlighten them? So we should reflect the light of Christ on others. There are many aspects of the power of God. And today, a beautiful aspect from the power of God, how to respond to false accusation and to insult. Let us pray and ask God to empower us with his Holy Spirit so we become witness for the truth and become light to the world and soul to the earth. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.